Welcome back, everybody, to the Lexperience, your favorite podcast, and you don't even know it. Just as a reminder, we are going to keep it basic. We're going to talk about sports. There's a lot of things going on in the world, but we're just going to focus on one thing. One thing here, sports entertainment through my lens, the urban lens. Once again, welcome back to the Lexperience. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sure a lot of you are just wondering, where have you been? Where have you been at this whole time? Life happens. Things happen. Sometimes you just don't have that time to put things together or just a moment just to sit down and do what you want to do. Enjoy what you want to do. And if you guys know me, you do know one of the things I do preach is find your freedom. You know, in this day and age, there's a lot going on. We're all trying to study things, learn things. You know, but, but most importantly, find your freedom, wake up every day, and get it done. So guys, so I really just want to discuss New York sports, you know, being a New Yorker, born and raised, um, seen a lot, not because I'm trying to sell that to you, seen a lot because these are the conversations I have with my parents, and obviously they're older than me. And they say to me, it's like, man, you've been through a lot. You've seen a lot. You've been through just so many different eras of sports, music, fashion, culture, um, politics, um, just so much in the world. But, excuse me, sorry, I'm a little thirsty. So much in the world. And the one thing I've said recently, I was like, what happened with New York sports? What happened? Um, I know things go in rotations, things go in waves, but for a while it just felt like New York sports was dead. So many teams, so many teams to choose from. Um, and it feels like nobody wants to play here for whatever reason, financial reasons, tax reason, media reasons, um, weather reasons. Nobody wants to play here. The attitude is a little bit different from what I'm used to teams of the 90s um so recently i just started thinking which is things happening like i feel like there's a little bit of a little bit of a the water's boiling here a little bit of a hot bubble here with new york sports um the new york yankees you know we just finished a decade where we didn't bring home a world series ring a championship and as we enter our second decade, obviously we're overdue. We are overdue. No excuses. We have to get this championship. Um, so that, for me, was just, just a shock. Like, man, this is the first decade we have not had a ring, a championship, a trophy, a title, a banner to put up there. We don't have that. We didn't get that. So now... Today, we um, Silent Mayhew, which was obviously a lot of wheeling and dealing, a lot of high ball, low ball, you know, regardless of the matter, I'm happy that both sides, LeMayhew and his agent and the Yankees were able to meet halfway, sign their deal, and, you know, I'm sure there's more to come, and that is a big piece 
to our Yankees team, to our starting lineup to perform and to take it, take it to the next step. Take it, finish, finish. We have to finish. But that's one team. The Yankees, LeMahieu, signed. Things are looking good. And let's keep it with the same sport, the New York Mets, the boys from Queens, Flushing Queens, they just signed, they just signed Mr. Smile, Francisco Lindor, phenomenal pickup, great pickup for the team, great game changer, great um, tone setter, great attitude in the club, on the field, great for baseball, great for New York, um, the Mets look like they are... <coughs> They just have an open checkbook, and they want to win as well, as well as every New York team. They want to win now. So um, the Mets, the Mets on, another, you know, their team looking great. DeGrom, um, um, Alonzo, now that team, they stay healthy. That team, the New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves, two teams that are battling for that East. And, you know, the National League is not not saying the American League isn't competitive, but the National League, you have the Dodgers, World Series champion Dodgers. You have you have the San Diego Padres. The San Diego Padres, they've been I'm not a San Diego fan. Um, however, I do work late shifts and I do catch a lot of West Coast games and for years I think maybe like a year or two before they signed Machado, you saw that the Padres were looking to, to do things. They signed Machado, and then we all wondered, how did Machado, why, why, why San Diego? Besides, it's a beautiful city, weather's perfect all year round. Um, why? And they have Tatis. They're over here playing. They're like an incredible ball club. And... They just got Snell. So now the National League, there's a lot of competition. So the Mets, you know, show and prove, you know, that is also a New York team that's overdue. But, you know, at least we see that they're going in the right direction. So two teams, two baseball teams, the Yankees, Mets. I feel the bubbles. I feel it bubbling. It's getting hot. All right, guys, after this drop, we're going to switch sports. Hi fellas, now we're switching boroughs. Now we're switching boroughs. We went to the Bronx. We started off in the Bronx. We made our way back to Queens. Now we're switching boroughs. We're going to Manhattan. Money making Manhattan. We're going to talk about the New York Knicks. Yes, blue and orange, baby. Blue and orange skies. The New York Knicks. Led by Coach Tom Thibodeau. Um, Tibbs, as they call him. Now, I am a Knicks fan. Years of frustration where I've gotten to a point that I just want to see competitive basketball. I'm not expecting championships. I'm not expecting rings. I'm not expecting raising any banners. Competitive team. Have a player or two, you know, become an all-star, all-NBA have an exciting player or two, 
have a good competitive team. Right? It's been years of just a hot mess since Melo and um, Stat, Amari Stoudemire left. It's been years. Um, and this season, I said, you know what? There's something going on here. There's something going on here. Baltimore, like I said, something going on here. I've seen the kids play. Defensively, the energy's there. Offensively, the energy's there. The uh, the calls, the sets, everything is there. They're playing. They're playing well. Unfortunately, they're not making their shots. Easy shots. They're not making the shots, but they're competing. They're get, they're going toe to toe. You know, obviously, talent levels are different from the Knicks and other teams, but they're doing the things you can't teach. Um, they're hustling. They're getting after it. Um, they're hustling, they're getting after it, so, sorry, I got distracted for a second, they're hustling, they're getting after it, and I do like what I'm seeing, you know, we're gonna have to add some pieces, the thing that worries me right now is how long can we go at this speed, and continue to just be mediocre, at some point it's gonna fizzle, we're gonna get tired, we're gonna get disgruntled, just cause it's human nature, but, I do see a good base, a good foundation that Tibbs and the organization are setting, and I'm going to be patient. You know, my expectations are not playoff bound right now. But I'll, I'll even be happy if we stay competitive for the eighth seed. And then I'll take it from there. All right, guys. New York Knicks. That's the team. We bubbling. Next up. All right, guys. We're getting out. Of, we're staying in the same sport. We're getting out of Manhattan taking that train we're taking that train over to to where to brooklyn the brooklyn nets we're going to brooklyn we're going downtown we're going to flatbush brooklyn those brooklyn nets hmm all right so the nets coming to new york they come into brooklyn brooklyn has changed brooklyn is different and now the brooklyn nets Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and this week, they finalize a deal for James Harden. And there is your big three. Should I keep going? Okay. Um, I'm going to keep going because you have three guys, top talents, top talents in the league all together. There's only one ball. I'm, I would like to see how these three guys share one ball. Can they do it? Yes. Um, my one thing about the Nets is trust issues. Who can we trust? Who can't we trust? What is Kyrie going to do? What is Harden going to do? Um, it's a different personalities, different set of personalities there. I think they can gel. Unfortunately, there is that trust that they need to prove. Um, so yeah, that's another team, New York team, another team that's bubbling. Let's see, a move like that, a move like that says, I'm going to the Eastern Conference Finals now, right now. So yeah, so there you go, the Brooklyn Nets. Let's go. All right, y'all, we're going to stay 
we're going to stay in Jersey, we're going to stay in the tri-state area, we're going to stay at MetLife Stadium, same sport, we're going to talk about the New York Jets, yes, the New York Jets, Gang Green, big day for the Jets today, they just announced their new head coach, Robert Salah, um, a defensive guy, defensive coordinator coming from the San Francisco 49ers, and I've heard nothing but great things about the guy. He looks the part, he acts the part, walks the walk, talks the talk. And this is, I personally think, this is a great pick for the New York Jets. A tone setter, change in direction of the team, put the put, put this train back on that track, and build from here. What, what's done is done, what's happened is happened. Build from here, Joe Douglas, Robert Salah, great choice. And I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, but I'm sure this week they'll have a press conference to introduce him. Uh, yeah, so, you know, the Jets, obviously, they have work to do. They're heading in the right direction with this with, with, with this signing of their new head coach. Let's see how they do in the draft. And who knows? It could be bubbling. It could be bubbling for, for the New York Jets. New York Jets, let's go. Now, we're going to switch sports. We're switching sports. Last sport I'm going to address in the New York area. We're going to switch it up. We're going to go back into Manhattan. We're going back to the Garden. And we're going to talk about the New York Rangers. Let's go. Now, the New Rangers, the New York Rangers of the NHL, your hockey league. Um, head coach David Quinn. David Quinn, sorry. Now, the Rangers... Got the number one draft pick, Alexi Lafreniere. Pardon me if I pronounced that wrong. Um, the Rangers are also the youngest team in the NHL. What that says, there's room to grow. There's things to learn. Um, they didn't play a good game this week against the Islanders. I mean, yesterday against the Islanders. And um, they're young. Possibly have three, three or four players on that team. That could be rookie of the year. So, the Rangers, the New York Rangers, playing out of Madison Square Garden, that, maybe not this season, but that could be a team that's going to start bubbling and maybe, you know, bring it home, bring another one back to New York. All right, that is your New York Rangers. All right, now, we left Madison Square Garden. We're taking that Long Island Railroad. We're heading out to Long Island where the New York Islanders are back at the Nassau Coliseum. After a brief little stint at um, Barclays in Brooklyn, they're back in Nassau Coliseum as they wait for their new stadium to be built um, over by the Belmont Park in Elmont, which is still on Long Island. So, um, you know, with the pandemic going on, things have slowed, things have changed. Um, but performance-wise, the island the Islanders were able to make the playoffs. They qualified for the playoffs. They played exceptionally well in the playoffs. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Unfortunately, that was as far as they went. They lost. But now, you have a New York Islanders team that's literally, they've been bounced back from different stadiums from Brooklyn to Long Island. They have a new stadium coming. Fans should be excited. Locals should be excited. 
they have a team that just made it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. You know, I believe um, the schedule, they're playing just seven teams with the bubble eight times apiece. So we're talking about an Islanders team that, like I said, another team that's bubbling in the New York area. So Islanders, we're watching. Okay, guys, for those that are still with me here, thank you for your time. We got one more stop. Unfortunately, I did not save the best for last. We're going back to New Jersey. We're going to talk about the New Jersey Devils. I'm going to keep the New Jersey Devils within the tri-state area teams. The New Jersey Devils hockey team in the tri-state area. Now, I probably should have saved the best for last. I didn't. What? I wanted to talk about all the teams that are bubbling. The New Jersey Devils right now are not bubbling, but, you know, anything can happen in a shortened season. They haven't been to a conference championship since 2012, you know, in their last Stanley Cup win was 2003, um, which is which is better than the other teams <laughs> that I mentioned, um, Rangers Islanders, but the Devils, you know, local team they got some work to do and thank you guys thank you everybody for joining me today on the Lexford you know I wanted to just speak about the New York New York sports teams that are bubbling try to talk a little bit about each team um, yeah so I definitely am looking forward to being more engaged with New York sports as opposed to you know just uh, what are these other teams doing what are players on the other teams doing be more engaged with New York sports be more passionate and it's an exciting time. It's also a changing time where it's how sports are being played, rules, rule changes, um, with the coronavirus pandemic going on, how players react, how players play, how the scheduling, um, fans in the stands. Um, so things are different. Things are changing. It is exciting times. Um, so I welcome them. I welcome them all. So guys, thank you for joining me for this episode of The Lexperience, episode two, New York Sports. We're bubbling. We're coming back.